Welcome back to the Technology in Worship podcast, where we talk everything technology in worship. And by we, I mean myself, Eric Coleman, and my good buddy, Benji Satorius. Benji! Eric. We released a podcast last week. We did. But that was a podcast we recorded months ago. A long, long time ago. So now it's been months since that recording. Yes. And we're finally able to sit here at the round table. So just here, here we are. What have you been doing with your summer break? Uh, we took some time off from our podcast. Everything. Yeah. But like personally and professionally, I guess. Personally What's and professionally, I've been riding my motorcycle a lot. Riding your motorcycle? Yes. I have a motorcycle story as well, but keep keep going. Yes. So I've been uh, doing that. Took it to a couple of racetracks, which has been fun. I did get to go visit with you yep. at one of those. That was fun to watch. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, we went camping a few times. Camping? In our camper. Would you say it was glamping? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I need to have my toilet and I need my bed. Oh yeah. Hence why we bought a camper. Oh yeah, I guess it's <laughs> I guess it's glamping once you have a camper you're already kind of glamping. I could like I could care less about uh AC and that stuff, but uh I like to have my toilet, and I like to have my bed. So we uh naturally. And my wife loves camping, but she likes like the real camping along with my kids. Like they love the tent and all that stuff, not me. So we bought a camper. So, so we used that a couple times over the summer. Nice. Got a couple more times to use it before the end of this year, hopefully. Like on the calendar already? We've got one on the calendar in pen, one in pencil that we're, oh, we're talking okay. about. So cool. maybe two or three more times. But let's see what else. I think that's about that it. That's fun. Yeah, just staying busy. You've got a motorcycle story, it sounds like. I have a motorcycle story, and you know this, but obviously the listeners probably don't necessarily. I took a class this summer to learn how to ride a motorcycle. You did. And I passed. Which is, uh, that's also good. Which after the first day of riding was a miracle. <laughs> because yeah, I remember uh, you sent me a text I can't remember if it was like halfway through the day or at the end of that first day. And you're like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get kicked out of yeah. my class today. And I'm like, what? did you crash a motorcycle or what <laughs> did you do? I was do? basically being accidentally <laughs> reckless. <laughs> and that was not my intention. And then they put me on a different motorcycle because in the course they provide the motorcycle, right. which was fantastic. Yep. Um, so they put me on a basically a smaller one i did much better with that <laughs> that's good but the other one was like a dirt bike and i basically just too much throttle <laughs> not enough clutch, <laughs> not enough clutch. <laughs> i probably should have took that class i still can like there's still people that take it yeah when they've been riding for years or whatever but i basically learned on my side street residential street just in my neighborhood how to ride a, mo a motorcycle so that was a, a learning experience for sure and for me it was mostly about learning a new skill and and now you have your license now i have my license so i can purchase a motorcycle i have not yeah but benji is frequently asking me every other day so did you get your motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. I'm hoping for a sweet like end of summer deal, maybe. Mm. And then we can go ride our motorcycles together. But what I've also been doing a lot this summer, and I hope Benji gets back into it as well, is I've been riding my bicycle. With no motor. With no motor. <laughs> See, I got, like I got out of that. I'm like, that's a lot of work. It is. I'm going to buy something with a motor. <laughs> well, it is a lot of work, but considering the fact that I should be working out, it's at least part of the way there. <laughs> it's true. So, I am, other than commuting, like now that I understand, like, okay, I can say I'll ride my bike to the church. Yep. I've done it now. You're sweaty by the time you get there. I am. Usually, yes. So it's not like I'd want to commute there, be sweaty, and then commute back and be sweaty kind of thing. Yeah. So a motor or something would help. <laughs> a little less work. A little less Except, work. Except... Uh, Pretty much no work. Honestly, a motorcycle actually is a lot of work. Actually, okay, you're right. I've only ever gone... But... Up to like <laughs> yeah, 40 what, miles what's, per what's hour. What's your top though? speed so far? Probably like 38 <laughs> miles per hour. Uh Actually, riding a motorcycle, if you do it the correct way with protective gear, usually you also sweat mm. because it's hot outside. You've got a jacket on and it's like 90 degrees outside. Yeah. And you're sitting on a very hot engine that is literally right underneath you. So you sweat less, but uh, I tend to also sweat a little bit on a motorcycle as well. But... You just go faster, then the sweat just falls and flies right off of you. But I think I'm going to get back into bicycling as well, though. That's great. I'm in the process of building up a new bicycle for myself. The other thing I did this summer was I played some disc golf, Mm. which is one of my favorite sports to do. I actually participated in a doubles tournament. Wow. While I did not place first, second, or third. Fourth? I placed probably like fifth. That's not bad. My team, sorry. Yep. It was a doubles. The, the two of you, yeah. And But it was fifth out of like nine. It's still pretty so, good. But it wasn't and, the and worst. This, and this was your first time doing I've, this. Yeah, I've never done a doubles tournament before. Right. Which was great because it was like best disc too. So like yep. you'd throw one, whoever you, threw the better one, you, you could go from there. from there. Yep. So that was fun. I would definitely do it again. And then aside from that, just yeah, hanging out with people, leading the young adult ministry, which is going really well. Cool. Doing church stuff, which was less, but also more at the same time. It was really strange. Less is more. Well, it was like less of the regular like week to week ministry stuff, but there was more of of summer events and yeah. things like that that yep. we were doing. So it was it was kind of strange. Nice. But yeah, some of those summer events we wanted to kind of talk about today, kind of catch people up on what summer looked like and A little bit of thinking outside the box. Yeah. Yes. And specifically, like, what did your, we used to call ours the Jamboree. It's it's gone through a very large number of names. Yes. Every every summer it's different, but because there's some one slightly different detail, it's a different name. But anyway, I just thought we'd talk about like our summer picnics, our summer outdoor services, summer send-offs, what what yeah. have you. What have you. So 
I'll, I guess I can start. Sure. And just give you a picture of what. What you guys did. We did. What did Harvest do? So just a couple of weeks back, actually, we had our summer send off, which included an outdoor car show. That was actually like the feature thing. This was on the church property. On the church property. Yep. Yes. Sorry. All of this happened on the church property. And what we did was we had our two regular Sunday morning services indoors. Mm-hmm. And then basically it was an outdoor free time after that. To look at cars. To look at food. cars, eat food, um, hang out kind yep. of thing. Play games. Or Play whatever. games. Yep. So yeah, car show was the feature. Then, oh, also after the first service, all that stuff opened up. So you could come to the early service, go outside oh, of the car see. show, get that started while other people were coming in. Yeah, from, from the second service. To the second service, yep. yeah. But then, yeah, everyone's out there. We had food trucks, which was awesome. You know, good variety of food yep. for people to enjoy. And then each ministry, what we did outside was uh, we had this like quad where there were tables around this like middle quad area where each ministry led a outdoor 15 minute activity kind of thing. So the worship ministry had a time slot, the youth ministry had a time slot, children's ministry, that kind of thing. So each ministry leader came up with a different activity. Was it geared more for kids or adults or everybody? It was geared for everybody, but I feel like mostly kids really got the most out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was kind of just like as you were eating, these things were going on. So it was also kind of like just kind of like an entertainment Just a casual entertainment thing. Yeah. So as far as what that took from the worship and production ministry. Technically, uh, we ran our indoor services just as we normally do. It was actually pretty normal, identical cookie cutter service. But then outside, we had an outdoor PA system for the car show area so they could make announcements, who's winning, who's blah, blah, blah. And then another system set up for this activity this thing. Activity yep. thing. Both did not require much. So they wanted one microphone. One speaker? Two speakers? Uh, we had two speakers set up at each. Yeah. And, but yeah, one microphone, one like aux, some aux, whether yeah, it's Bluetooth or, or a cable for their iPod. Yeah. That was it. So super simple outdoor setup for us. Nice. But yeah, still a huge turnout. 1,200 people in the service and they all went out and hung out. Had fun. Once you ate and kind of did the car show thing, some people left like, but we also had volleyball bags, like all that, a basketball all set up outside. So there was some of that happening. It was good. Nice. Outdoor service. Nice. Highly recommend. Highly recommend. Yes. Now ours was super simple. But, but it wasn't the, really a service, though, it wasn't, either. It was service outside. It was just more of, like, super casual. Yeah, like it a, took, pic, a picnic hangout time. Yeah, and it took a lot of organization still yep. on the back end. Like, a lot of people came in and enjoyed it, and that was fine. Yep. But it still took a lot of preparation. 
I mean, I was planning ahead, like getting the systems ready to go. So it's just like when, when were you told, out. "Hey, we need a sound system for the car show." Oh, I knew we that. need a car, we need another PA for activities. Yeah, this event took place at the end of August, and I knew that at the beginning of July, probably. Okay, so it wasn't like the day of. Hey, hey, Eric, we need. No, the only adjustment, the only later adjustments that happened were some of these ministries coming in just had an expectation that there was going to be a CD player there. Mm, A CD player. Yeah. What's that? It's a disc that plays things. (laughs) Oh, compact disc. Yeah. Got it. But like, I didn't have that, so... (laughs) For all, but I had li- their, for all the listeners out there that don't know what a CD is. <laughs> but I had their files already digitally. So it was kind of like, like an MP3. why do I need your right. CD? <laughs> right. It was kind of funny. Yes. That I did have, oh, this is fantastic though. I had my bike that day because I was supposed to go for a bike ride after, but it was also going to really rain in the afternoon. Mm, so we didn't yep. end up doing that. So, but that was really handy for this kind of event because I was you have a bit you have a large campus. It's a large campus, a large parking lot, and things were not all like right next to each other. So you just could hop on your bike and ride. Yeah, it was Mm, pretty handy. That's pretty cool. So think about that next time that you're doing something. It was pretty handy. That or like a longboard would be probably equally sufficient. Or I would want a motor on mine. A one wheel. Get a one wheel. Those look pretty cool. They do. I've ridden one. I have not. They're they're pretty cool. Good to know. I almost broke my wrist, but they're pretty cool. <laughs> they're so pretty cool. <laughs> uh so yeah, I mean technically from us from from my end of things, it was a pretty simple outdoor event. The most complicated part for me was both systems were not near power. Mm. Which I don't know if you know this about systems. They, they need, need power. power. <laughs> <laughs> and and clean power. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Interesting. This is where it does get interesting and slightly unorganized. And Benji's hearing this for the first time. I am. This is. This is I picked up someone's brand new generator. I didn't know that it was brand new. Okay. I thought they had used it. Yes. Sunday morning. Of this event before the services began. Okay. It was loud. Yes. It was a very powerful brand new motor. Yes. If you don't have what they call a super quiet inverter generator, they are very loud. If you get a inverter generator, they are relatively quiet, like 60 dB or less. So. (laughs) So you... (laughs) Okay. Two of them or one of them? Um, so I brought one and actually the car ministry leader brought the other. Got it. Okay. So I wasn't worried about that one at all. The one I brought was loud. Yeah. To the point where someone came into the church and was like, hey, do you know that that generator out there is pretty loud? This guy is on my team, yeah. by the way. I was like, yeah, it it is. Did you put oil in it? Uh, yeah, I had. Okay. Yeah. I was just making sure yeah, yeah, yeah. that could add uh, some volume possibly. <laughs> a lot. 
Um, so what happened was he's like, um, actually I've got this like really tiny generator at my yeah. house. It'll be fine. Yeah. I live five minutes away. I was like, perfect. Go get, go get it. Yep. And we hooked that one up instead. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So yeah, it worked out. And yeah, I mean, we should probably have a generator at the church. We mm. don't. Yep. We do. You do. You have this super quiet inverter one. We do not. We just have, it's not something that we would use for like your, like your case. It's more or less, we run out of power and we need to power something up quickly. Yeah. Semi-recently, as in like five, five years ago, six years ago, we actually got a building backup generator installed on the building. Oh, wow. So we don't really need the generator anymore. But yeah. it was more for like sump pumps and stuff like that. Got it. We would have a storm and we don't want to flood the basement because we did once. Yeah. So so it all worked out. It's just that was the one area of planning that, was like, that I wasn't aware that it was never used before. Yeah. When did you... And it was a big boy too. When did you I realize, thought, oh, I need a generator or... Or this system needs to be put in this location and there's no power within 50 feet or whatever. I knew that pretty early on too. Got it. It was just like the timing of yep. arranging a pickup of it and things like that just yep. worked out. And there was plenty of time. Like I wasn't rushed for time or anything like sure. that. It just happened to be. But you've never. Like literally we took it out of the box that right. morning that I picked it up from his house. And yep. I was like, oh. It's like brand new. And obviously you did not run it weeks prior. So you didn't know, oh, this is yeah. really loud. Yeah. Because I assumed, which I shouldn't have, yep. that it had been used before. <laughs> <laughs> which really, I mean, it doesn't really matter. It wouldn't have been like if it's loud. No, it's it was loud. just a big it was just a big just generator. A big generator, which I mean if you're not running a <laughs> They're full, using it. They they wanted it to basically supply power to their entire house. Right. And you're not running a full huge PA with subs and amps and to, all that. To so you cover over it too. Right. Well, and Drown you don't need out. that much power for two little speakers. Yeah. So So generators are a fun thing that Yeah. I'll have to get one. Yes. Or run power. It would be nice to be able to run power to some of those locations because we've been using them a lot, these mm -hmm. these areas. Now, normally, we can just run a super long extension cord. But with the traffic flow right. that day Especially and the, the food trucks and, and things like that, it didn't work out as well. Yep. But yeah, I it would, did uh, work great once we had the smaller, less loud generator. Right. I'd get uh, an electrician that you guys have and say, hey, See that light pole over there? Put an outlet on that light pole. There isn't one there. There isn't a light pole. What I meant to say is go install a light pole there. Oh, okay. And then have an outlet put on it. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> so, so let's do, yeah, the more expensive thing. But yeah, we're talking, we've actually started talking about that because we've been using those field areas yep. a lot more for various power consumption needs. So I think that does basically cover our summer send-off, which then we had to tear down day of because it was going to rain. And it, it did rain quite a bit. Nice. Usually, for those that don't know, our area, 
specifically probably more Manuka, actually. They say it's going to rain, and I would say 90% of the time, it actually doesn't, doesn't rain. It looks like it's going to. The radar looks like it's going to, but then about 20 miles away from us, it literally goes away. The storm passes us, and then like 20 miles to the east of us, the storm like regathers itself. And we're like- It has a party. We're like in this weird bubble. Now, obviously, yes, we do get rain, but we're in this weird bubble where they say it's going to, it probably won't actually. So now fill me in on what did your thinking outside of the box service look like this summer? Uh, so or two, event, two, two things for us, two bigger things for us. One brand new thing. Uh, first off, we did a baptism in the summer that we don't normally do in the summer. You did. So we do have baptisms in the summer. However, we also usually do a church-wide camp trip. That's right. Where we go off campus to a campground for the weekend and do a service out there. Also have baptisms out there. We still have services on campus. But for those that want to do camping, uh, they do that. We did not do that this summer, hence then no baptism in the summer. So we did decide we should do a summer baptism on campus. So we did that, which was cool. Baptisms are always great. But that was indoor summer baptism? Yep. Okay. So it was just all, just like a normal baptism service for us. Got it. So everything indoors. A brand new thing that we've never done. What? Is a outdoor service in the park. In the park. So we we did some outdoor services from COVID. I don't really consider those the same. Those were just, those were different. Yeah, they were different. You, yes. But you did have to get, you got a tent so, that you rented for three months or whatever was, long yeah, it was. Way too long and just had outdoor services. And then you brought basically your powered PA speakers out yep. there and did yep. it all in-house. Correct. Outside but the tent then, rental. Uh, what we did over Labor Day, Labor Day weekend, we had a combined service from both campuses at a park in Morse, which is where our other campus is. And they have a band shell stage area already in this park. So we decided to basically cancel services on campus and only have one outdoor service outside in the park. Which pretty cool. Since I've been on staff for seven years now, I've been trying to do this. Like I've really wanted to do this. Back then it was before we had more than one campus, but we had four services back then. And I'm like, there's people that go from that go to service Saturday and never see the person at 1045 or whatever. So we always have a church picnic on our anniversary, which is typically uh, late August. We usually do that. And so I've been trying to push for one service outdoor with the church picnic, basically. And we just funds and all that stuff. We just never were able to be able to pull it off well. And then COVID hit, we kind of did outdoor services launched a new campus. We're like, hey, let's try an outdoor service now because now we have a portable system that we use for Morse. We didn't really have a big system that was still portable prior to that campus. So 
that's what we did. We hauled one trailer over, which had all of our production stuff and music stuff and set up the PA and set up the board. I did add some fills that were like 115 feet from stage. So another set of speakers on a delay. So everything was in time and had a full band. We didn't do anything video wise as far as like screens. So no pro presenter, nothing like that. Did you just tell people to look up the lyrics on their phone? So we printed off. Printed. Yep. So everyone that came in got handed a basically a half sheet of paper that had the music uh, words on them. So that was how we did that. And then, yeah, like preaching was just just notes on the sheet of paper. So no video, no slides, nothing like that. And it went pretty well. Pretty well, eh? It did. For our very first time ever doing something like this to this scale, and in a location that we've never been to, never set up in, ever. You did your scouting trips or whatever, but I, <laughs> maybe you didn't. I did. I was planning on doing it before I actually did, but I basically did my scouting trip. Uh, I think it was the Thursday or Friday before. So not much time, but I was pretty confident in the location. I knew that there was power. So it was more of a just That's important. It was more of a sighting to see, okay, where do I want to place my speakers and where do I want to set front of house at? Everything else I could care less. I knew that there was power. The band, we can set them up however, but it was more or less okay, I want my PA here, I want my delays or my fills here, and I want my front of house here. And I was done in 10 minutes basically. Cool. So yeah, so we did that on Sunday. That was our anniversary church picnic to follow so we did the service we did a shortened service because obviously it was a family service so we had kids bring your own picnic or uh, chairs chairs. and all that stuff and we provided food for everybody and we had the best of it all a snow cone truck Kona kona ice came wow for free well it was free for the attenders, not for the church. We had to pay, obviously, for them to show up. But uh, I had my fair share of a lot of snow cones. Really? I did. I didn't know you were a snow cone connoisseur. Yes, we did Kona Ice also for Spy Kids, which was our day camp. uh, On steroids. On steroids. And we had that there for one day. I think I had eight or nine snow cones. Wow. It was amazing. Those are not something that I <laughs> very much enjoy. Oh, I love so it. I, anything that's like sugar and cold and just like, oh, it's amazing. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of going back to when we talked about the weather. So obviously, we're planning a outdoor service. You sure are. That has absolutely no cover except for the stage. So we didn't get a tent. We Nothing. And in September... It tends to rain a little bit more frequently it than does. August or July. And we did have a backup plan of we would do services only on Sunday. So no Saturday service that particular weekend. And it would basically be a very stripped down service as far as band. It would just be basically be our uh, high school pastor 
who could play and his wife sings. That's it. And then basically the same message that was going to be given at the park. And that was it. And that would have been where? On campus, indoor on campus. Here in Manuka and Morse. And Morse. So both campuses would have had a service if it rained. Um, oh, and, okay. And our plan was that Saturday before about 7 or 8 p.m., we would look at the weather and that would be our time to call. Mm-hmm. Yes or no. So uh, 7 o'clock rolled around. Well, no, Saturday morning rolled around and I pull up the weather. I'm like, oh, they're calling for rain. That's cool. Fantastic. But it was just like just a little bit of rain. Wasn't too bad. Well, then the afternoon hit and it was like a 60% chance of rain. Right at like 9 to 11, basically, which is our service was at 10 o'clock. <laughs> so perfect. And we had to obviously get there and set, set up, up and, and all everything. that stuff. Yeah. And then uh, six, five or five or six rolled around and it was like 70% chance of rain. Wow. And I'm like, oh no. And then so eight o'clock rolled around and they started taking it back down to like 60%. And we're like, we all huddled up. We huddled up actually uh, because we were all at a wedding. So it just so happened to be like we were all together at a wedding. And then this, this was during the reception. So we all kind of huddled up and was like, we're all pulling up different weather apps on our phones, trying to compare what everyone is saying. <laughs> and we're like, you know what? We're not going to cancel. Let's just do it. So we did. And it, it sprinkled a very, 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 very light sprinkle for like three minutes at setup. And that was it. That was it. It was literally pouring down rain in Manuka at our other campus. It was not raining in Morse, which is 10 miles away. Amazing. So we're like rehearsing and my wife texts me and goes, it's raining here. I'm like, I'm looking at the sky. I'm like, not here. Not here. So, which was, again, going back to that weird weather bubble thing of like, it rolls in, it like separates, goes around us and then comes back Illinois together. Illinois is pretty strange so, in that regard. So it didn't rain. The service went pretty good for having like no shot at this prior. And then uh, we did the outdoor picnic, food, grilling, the Kona ice. And we had, we had a lot of people show up. Good. So it was, uh, it was cool. It was fun. And afterwards, everyone's like, we got to do this again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So every time, when it, especially when it's something that's hard, I feel like everyone comes together and it's like, wow, that was great. In the end, yep. let's do it again. Yep. And we had, so we had some new stuff to set up, but we had also less stuff to set up as well because we didn't do any video stuff as far as like screens. We didn't do any lights. So that part of it, we're like, oh, we have less setup to do. But actually, we also have a full band. We kind of mix bands from both campuses. Yep. So mixed singers, mixed band. So we had people that had never played together before. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of like, oh, how are you going to do this or do that? So there was a little bit of issue there. But yeah, overall, it, it, it went really good. So Fantastic. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. I saw like the well, different Instagram stories or whatever from yeah. different people and pictures. 
looked like a large crowd, like you a, said. It was a massive wave of Looked people. pretty cool yeah. in the park. The one question I had... Yes. <laughs> this is... We didn't prepare this offline, so I have no idea what you're going to ask. <laughs> but I'm ready. It, well, and maybe you knew this going into it, but it looked like there was a very large gap between the band dome and the people. Uh, a little, like empty yes. lawn. Yes. So this because it's on a, it's like this particular uh, park. They decided to put a this stage on a top of a hill. Yeah, ish. Um, and that hill comes down off the front of the stage about uh, fifty feet, and then it levels out. So. Versus like an amphitheater, the stage is low Lower, and yeah. people look down at the stage. Here, you're kind of looking up at the stage, which, I mean, in a permanent building aspect, typically that's what it is. The stage is higher yeah. than what you're, where you're seated. So, unfortunately, yes, there was um, the stage and then about 50 feet of no people. Then people started. I set my front of house up at 100 feet away. So I had some people in front of me. Most then, of them behind and you. And then me, I had my fills and then most people behind me. So it was, uh, it is what it is. But yeah, of course. People, uh, I just didn't know. It, yeah, it was weird. We did talk about that in like our powwow after the fact. We're like, it's kind of a bummer that they, that's just how it is. If you're standing, it's not that big of a deal. Like it's not a steep hill, but it's steep enough where you could not, Sit have a on chair it. Yeah. and sit on it because you would be kind of leaning backwards. I don't know if you'd necessarily tip backwards, but it wouldn't be very comfortable. So and that's just like naturally where people sat. We didn't we didn't mark off anything. We didn't really tell people sit there, sit here. Don't sit on the hill. Yeah. They just naturally sat about 30-ish feet in front of me was like the front the front row. And then they just piled all around. I could hardly move. Like they just flooded in everywhere. So, I just from observing the picture, I was, I was like, "Oh, that's probably why it's on a yep. decline yep. there." And again, whatever. it's not like a stu- uh, super steep hill, but it was steep enough where it's just not practical to sit at. Yeah. So I walked many times from front of house up that hill to the stage. I'm and sure you did down that hill back to front of house, and I'm like, I need a bike or something. Lugging some gear with Lugging you back gear. and forth, but. It was a lot of fun, and was I there, can't wait to do it again. Was there? Um, I haven't been there, but I don't think I've been there. Was there a like loading area where you could like drive your, a car up and unload right at the stage uh, level? Kind or? of. No, not a stage level. Okay. No. Um, there is a very small concrete path off the back of it that kind of wraps around and comes onto the side where you could uh, roll carts or whatever up. Uh, however, to get to that parking lot, we had to back into a little path. And the transition from the road to the path was too steep and our trailer bottomed out. Interesting. We didn't know that until the day of, or the morning of. Yeah. And the trailer guy rolls in and starts to back in. And he was fine on the back of the trailer, but the tongue, so the front of the trailer where the hitch is, uh, he bottomed out and was scraping because it was just a, a pretty steep incline to get 
onto this path, even hmm. though it's like the curb is cut away, it's made to drive on. It's fine if you're just a car or a, a truck, but with the trailer, he bottomed out with that. So we, we knew ahead of time, we had a plan A and a plan B. Plan A, this is where he would back in. We didn't even think about that being an issue. Our issue was, I don't know if the sidewalk is wide enough for our carts to roll up and a turn to get on into the shell of the stage because it was pretty narrow. So that was our plan A. Plan B, if if we couldn't put the carts, if we couldn't roll the carts onto the up the sidewalk and make that turn without falling off, then our plan B was to basically have to carry luggage over or gear over. So we actually compromised a little bit and did plan B, but with like three to four guys pushing each cart, we actually rolled it right through the grass. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. And it worked. We didn't tip anything over. So <laughs> it was a little bumpy and uh, dirty, but we made it work. And yeah. Have you had the like actual recap session then from? We have. From that? Yeah, we did that the week after. Okay. So. Yeah. So all of those fresh ideas and that kind of stuff are yeah we try to books. do anytime we do anything definitely new like that we always recap usually the week of or the week after to bring up things that went really good things that didn't go really good it, are we going to do this next time if we are how can we how improve, can we improve? what do we want to keep and basically go through all that whole checklist of all of that. And that's usually usually a full staff meeting because there's aspects of basically the full staff that do some sort of part of those types of events. Yeah, everyone's so impacted by it too. We had yeah. jumpies. So like our, our children's pastor was in charge of like the whole bounce houses and all that stuff. So he organized the rental and getting them there and picked up and all that stuff. So, so yeah, it was basically a, a full staff powwow of all those notes basically. So basically everybody was like, I don't like the hill. <laughs> but other than that, it's a great park for us to uh to use. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of fun. We're gonna definitely do it again. I think we we've also decided to always do it Labor Day weekend and just make it like that's our anniversary picnic, church in the park every year. Nice. We also had an idea because of the whole summer baptism thing that we added. We actually were going to do baptisms at, at the park in the Morse pool. Oh, cool. So we reached out to them and that is something that they would allow, except it was already booked for something at the same time as our service. Yeah. It was like right after our service, so it wouldn't have worked out time-wise. too close. But going forward... That is maybe something that we're going to actually do. So church, we have our service and then walk over to the pool, which is like, I don't know, a couple hundred feet away. It's relatively close. Do baptisms and then have food and And maybe though you could get the stuff. pool to be open too for the rest of yep. your picnic time or whatever. Yep. It is open normally, I think at like noon. They block like the 11 to 12 hour for like a private party type stuff. And it was already booked from cool at 11 to noon but so that might be something that we are gonna do well it sounds like we've been thinking outside the box 
in our summer services. And we hope that this podcast helps you to think outside the box in your services or with extra events that come up in your church or with different ministries using technology in worship. Yep. And um, yeah, we're back. We're We're here for this next season of the Technology in Worship podcast. We just got back from MixU. So in our next podcast, we'll have some takeaways and things like that from the MixU tour. Yep. Is that what they're calling it? Or MixU yeah. Live? The live tour. Live tour. Um, so we'll fill you in on some of our new insights that we gained from that. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I want to say as we wrap up is, like I said earlier, the whole like outdoor service park thing was something that I had seven years ago, right? So just because you might have an idea of thinking outside the box, it doesn't happen right away. doesn't mean, oh, it's a bad idea or it will never happen or whatever it might be. It might take some time, might take some ironing out, whatever it might be. You know, it's, it's, it's good to think outside the box. Don't be discouraged. Yep. Be persistent. And just keep, keep going at it. I mean, sure, there's going to be an idea where it just physically can't Flops. happen or it's a terrible idea, but you're not going to be able to grow or stretch if you don't have an idea and pursue that idea. Yeah, so. and I would say even with our thing this past summer, there's aspects of it that were super successful and then there's aspects of it that were summer flops kind yep. of thing. So yep. Yep. you learn from it, you move on and you think outside the box the next time. That's right. Just make that box bigger and bigger and you just keep thinking bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you're... Well, the reason, I mean, it is important to think outside the box, yep. bringing this like to a spiritual head here. Yep. Like we are the church. We all gather in a building. In but a box. Like, in a box. <laughs> But like literally the mission of the church isn't like it's really the church, the church it's building. not the building. Yep. It's the people. And we go out into the world and we shed light on yep. the gospel message that Jesus Christ has come we to this the, world. We have the best news. We don't want to just keep it in, in the, the box. box. <laughs> so you got to think outside the box. Yep. So awesome. Well, this was fun. Hopefully uh, you guys got something out of it. Be sure to follow and like us on Instagram, Technology in Worship. And we will be back next week with a whole new episode. See you later. Bye.